How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Rick Tittle. Hey, hey, ho, ho, your ugly face. We know the rest. It's got to go. Rick Tittle with you. What's going on? It is a hump. That means it's uh, Dimitri of Divorka. Dimitri Divorka? That's what Wednesday is in German. Meet Voch. <laughs> no one cares. 1-800-878-PLAY. We got a big show today. When do we not? Had seven guests yesterday. I got John Nitty for his uh, new book, Sharing the Road, about... 10,000-mile bike trip across the United States. I thought it was 3,000 miles. Uh, Stephen Secular, he's so religious, for his book, The Digital MBA. Filmmaker and New York super lawyer Lucas A. Ferrara for his new film called Makeup. Of course, when you think lawyers, you think makeup. Director Billy Hansen for his film Bone Cold out here. I got it on Blu-ray. I'll show it to the Twitch cameras here in a second. Bruce Marshall will come in with a Stanley Cup recap. The Vegas Knights are the champs. Uh, We'll have Shooty Babbitt talk about the reverse boycott, which I was at last night at the Coliseum. I'll talk about that. And director Sav Rogers for Chasing Chasing Amy, a documentary about Kevin Smith, which just played at Tribeca. So as I look, uh, 11.25 will be my only open segment, Pacific Time, when I will get a chance to talk about... Well, I'll talk about it with Shooty at 1025 as well, but the reverse boycott. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. As I mentioned, twitch.tv, search for sportsbyline.com, the high def cam. How you doing? What's going on? And uh, also, don't forget CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel. Tune your cable provider, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, and uh, sportsbyline.com. And he emails rick at sportsbyline.com. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. And the Facebook page, Tiddling Sports, with Rick Tittle. Hump day, three hours, you and me. Come on back.
I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingaroner, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800 That's 800-390-5160. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country, carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Check out CollectibleExchange.com and use code RADIO20 for 20% off between now and Father's Day. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you. That's code RADIO20 at CollectibleExchange.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show author John Nitty. He has a new book called Sharing the Road, an amateur cyclist 10,000-mile solo bike trip across America. And um, 
a couple weeks ago, we had World Bicycle Day, and it was just very timely for this book right now. John, welcome to the show. Did you set off thinking, hey, I'm going to write a book, or just how did this all get going? Hey, Rick, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, you know, it, it was it was an idea I had in college, and, you know, my roommates were kind of on board with it in the beginning, and they ended up dropping out. So I, I didn't originally plan to write a book, but, you know, as I went and saw just kind of the incredible random kindness that, you know, this country had to offer. I said, you know what, that, that kind of inspired me to write it. And, you know, I wrote it pretty slowly uh, over a number of years, wrote half of it, about half of it during COVID, you know, had a little bit more time. And it was just published a couple of months ago in, in uh, at the end of February. So, uh, you know, I remember when I was in high school in the 80s, my, one of my teachers did one of these things. He just went 3,000 miles. He tried to go coast to coast. Of course, that's, it's hard to go as the crow flies. But he did talk about how people w- would take him in, and then it was kind of good to find out that maybe uh, us as humans or Americans are inherently good people. But what are a couple of the good stories and maybe a couple of the not-so-friendly stories? Yeah, there was one day um, I was riding in South Dakota on, you know, one of the most remote stretches in the whole country on Route 212. And, um, you know, I was having breakfast at this diner, and, and, and the people at the diner were really concerned. They said, you know, there's, there's nowhere to get food out there, nowhere to get water, and they were most concerned about water. And, um, you know, so and there was no way for me to, to carry an additional water supply, you know, beyond my, my five water bottles. So uh, as I got on the road, there was a – really strong headwind so i was drinking even more than than usual and you know nowhere to get water no streams that i had so all of a sudden a motorcyclist pulls over and and hops off her harley and, and hands me this huge bottle of ice cold water um you know and said this is from the, the blue line diner and and so it was really a lifesaver because it was the it was the one day I really needed that the most, um, and and I just had it from this random stranger. And then a little bit farther down the road, the same thing happened again with another cycle, you know motorcyclist going the other direction, and an even bigger, colder bottle of water, you know, spout out again. And you know he said that this is from the first motorcyclist, so pretty incredible, um, you know, total strangers, and and that kind of stuff happened. Um, almost every day in, in, in some capacity. Did you ever have any uh, situation where people were maybe not so nice? Um, not, you know, not really any issues until I got back to New York. Um, <laughs> so I'm a native New Yorker, um, you know, so I'm kind of used to it. Um, you know, and, and a lot of times when you travel outside the city, you see, okay, oh, wow, the people are coming to back home, but... But, uh, you know, I've been, the route I did was from North Carolina out to L.A., up the coast of the city, so 10,000 miles. So the New York was the finish line, and I, I literally had a mile to go, um, at, you know, just under 10,000. And I'm on 2nd Avenue in Manhattan, and, um, you know, I just hear a really loud horn behind me. I'm, I'm pulled up at a red light, you know, next to another cyclist, and this guy's just laying on the horn. And, you know, I just behind me like really you know i've got a mile to go here and he's screaming his head off you know cursing at me and um you know so i I, just not in in the mood to put up with any of that so i i I literally just told him and i can't hear you i pointed to my ear can't hear it of course i can hear him and uh (laughs) you know so that that really pissed him off and then you know 
he started lurching. He said, oh, yeah, you can't hear me. I better run you over. And he starts lurching the SUV, <laughs> this huge SUV forward. <laughs> you know, like he's actually going to run me over with a mile. At this point, you know, I was a little bit timid starting out because I, I didn't have any experience. But um, at this point, the last day of my trip, I was pretty hardened, you know, to the road. And, and I, I just – and, 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 he, and he pulled away. And then I, you know, crossed the finish line a mile later. Um, I, I can tell you from walking around Manhattan, those uh, those bike lanes are scarier than the actual streets. Uh People are flying through those things right when you step off the sidewalk. So, uh, obviously, it's going to be a perilous and taxing trip. I mean, did you have to ride on the side of freeways? Yeah, you know, at, at times I did ride on uh, interstates and, and freeways. It was um, not ideal, but, you know, sometimes there's no alternative. Um, a couple other interstates and um, normally it's okay if, if, uh, if there's no alternative, it's actually legal, but there were plenty of times I got pulled over too. And, you know, n- never got a ticket, but was pulled over, uh, you know, a-, a few times. So what was the hardest part? Like, did you go through a horrific hailstorm or maybe, uh, intense heat? What was the hardest part? Yeah. Intense heat in, in Georgia, um, really cold weather up in the mountains in New Mexico, because that was April, which is. You know, for all intents, that's that's winter up there. You know, ten thousand plus feet. Um, so, the, you know, those are probably the, the two temperature extremes. Um, I did go through some some pretty scary tornado warnings in in Kansas. Um, and and at one point, a cop pulled me over and said, "You know, we've got a we've got a tornado warning. Um, expecting tennis ball sized hail in uh, at five o'clock p.m. And you know, I look at my watch; it's four fifty. <laughs> so he goes, you know, you'll be okay for a little while because you have, um, you know, you have a bike helmet. So, so you'll, you'll, you'll be okay for a little bit, but if, if you get caught in that kind of hail, call 911, we'll have a truck, you know, come pick up you and, and your bike. And that was a little unsettling. Nothing happened there, but you know, you were, it was the hardest tornado season in Kansas in, in April when I was crossing through. Uh, so, so that was something about, but nothing, I didn't actually see a tornado. Or so when you put pen to paper, you know, I know this sounds cheesy, but did you find out anything about yourself that was empowering or embarrassing? Yeah, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, first of all, it was kind of a journey in itself to, to write the book. Um, you know, I, I started off slowly in the beginning, just trying to figure out how to do it. You know, I'd never done that before. Um, and then you get better at it as, as you go. But I think, you know, the trip in, in general and, and writing the book, you know, one of, I think sometimes the biggest thing to overcome is, is just self-doubt. You know, I had a ton of self-doubt before the trip, even starting writing the book. Um, so there's some parallels there. And, you know, but you can kind of do more than, than you think you can sometimes. And, um, you know, on the trip, I learned that despite self-doubt, you, you know, you, you might get a lot of unexpected help along the way and, and, um, you know, help that you couldn't have foreseen. So I think that, you know, it's important to take risks and kind of push yourself, get out of your comfort zone. Um, cause you never know how much help you're going to, you're going to get. And, and for me on the, on the bike, you know, I got, I got help every single day. Everybody should check it out. It's called sharing the road an amateur cyclist, 10,000 miles solo bike trip across America by John Nitty. John, congratulations on the book and uh, thanks for coming by. 
we lost him right there, right at the last mile, just like in Manhattan. <laughs> Seriously, though, in uh, New York several years ago, they just decided to, right when you step off the sidewalk, there's a bike lane, and they're, they're going faster than cars sometimes. And you just, and it's just like, it's, uh, it's every person for themselves. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We're going to move on. we got our next guest. We have another author. We'll talk a little NBA. Come on back. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. 
you know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you perfect. get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right, that's elaborate. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show author Stephen Secular. He has a new book here. I'm holding it up to the twitch.tv cameras. It's a paperback from the University of Illinois Press entitled The Digital NBA and How the World's Savviest League Brings the Court to Our Couch, y'all. Hey, welcome to the show, Stephen. We appreciate it. What was the impetus behind this project? Hi, thanks for having me. Um, happy to be here. Uh, the impetus, I, it really originated, well, it originated, you know, when I was in grad school, <laughs> um, but it really originated with my interest in, especially like David Stern and his, um, you know, tenure as commissioner over, you know, many decades and the, his like manifest destiny global push to make the NBA, you know, um, popular as far and wide as possible. So that was my original interest in the NBA, um, as like a sport and also like a media entity, a political entity. And then over time, it kind of morphed into looking at what, as this book does, looking at, the global and the digital in different spaces um, within, you know, the basketball universe. How did the, because I think about the pandemic when the fans would sort of, some of them would point a Zoom camera at themselves and then there would be like a screen and they'd be like going, yay. And so it kind of looked like, unlike MLB, which had the cardboard cutouts, people were sort of openly, (laughs) openly rooting. Uh, I guess that's how they, uh, they go about trying all these clever little ideas, huh? Yeah. And, and so for, I mean, that's the, I mean, COVID-19 ends up being like a through line throughout the book. Cause you can't, especially if you're looking at basketball as like a TV show, then COVID kind of became like a perfect way into examining how media influences sport um, and vice versa. And so the sort of concluding chapters look at, um, you know, like the NBA is like bubble playoffs and, you know, the um, all those like mediated elements of like, you know, now like, you know, fans are just like on a screen. So like, what does that mean about how we act as fans and how we consume sports if, you know, we it can just sort of be translated into that um, outlet? I sort of feel too like I remember a few years ago when I got VR, I was like, you know, and the NBA was really embracing it. And they're like, you can have a courtside seat. It hasn't really taken off like I thought it would. Where are we with VR attending games? Yeah, there was a lot of talk, um, especially at like the height of like when I was researching the book, uh, where especially like, the Sacramento Kings were looking really hard at like selling seats where you could be courtside, but like, you know, from like up in the bowl. Uh, I think what ended up happening was like there was a lot of moving parts of like 
the Kings are doing this, but then the NBA wants to do this. And it, I, I'm not really sure like where they're at now. I, I don't think it's going away. I think they're just trying to figure out like what's the most, um, you know, tenable and what's the most marketable. And then of course you think about the way sports is delivered now through streaming services and you have to have, I mean, if you want to see sports, you need Paramount plus, you need Peacock, you need Amazon prime. You need all these different streaming services and you can watch games on your, your phone. And I've always thought that, you know, Adam Silver is the the best commissioner of all of our uh, top four big sports in in this country. He seems to sort of uh, have his, his eyes on the prize there. Yeah, absolutely. And, it's interesting, you know, when I was doing research for the book, because Adam Silver starts out as a, actually, I think even before he becomes Stern's, like, deputy commissioner number two, he's heading up NBA Entertainment, which is the NBA's, you know, media production and distribution arm. And so in the late 90s, Adam Silver was a big, um, you know, moving force behind putting more cameras, like, in the locker room, getting more sound bites, getting more clips that could be put online. So now when you have Silver in charge of the entire league, the push deeper and deeper into streaming and social media and like clippable highlights that can be shared globally, it makes a lot of sense that Silver is that voice behind that because he's been that voice since the late 90s. I remember before one of the Warriors NBA championship games of the Coliseum, he kind of had a state of the state. It was in the A's batting cage, believe it or not, but... Um, and I was asking him about the prospects of moving to San Francisco, what have you. But I remember he talked about gambling, and he said, someday we're just going to make bets on our phones, and we want to make sure that we're uh, on board with that. So, you know, it used to be if you even said the word gambling, you were going to get suspended or your career would end. So how has the NBA embraced that? That's a really interesting um, topic, the way that they've the NBA has rolled out these dedicated – um, betting streams where you can like watch and get updated odds while you're watching. And then, you know, having references during te- like uh, I think a big push was as TV ratings declined across the board on cable and broadcast, betting was going to be a way to get, motivate people to watch. If you can make money while you're watching, then all the better. And then maybe people might watch like a seemingly meaningless regular season game. Uh, and so we've seen that borne out a little bit over, you know, this past season. Uh, we'll see where it goes from here and how widely it spreads. Um, they've definitely, you know, they're still like experimenting with. And then also the lo- local sports networks are also experimenting. I know there's been issues with, uh, you know, regional sports networks like shutting down. Um, but that was also an area where, you know, because Bally Sports, uh, you know, sort of was integrating their betting and TV arms. So I think it's something that's still in flux, but is certainly not going away. And then you think about how globalized this game is. And, you know, American sports have been trying to preach the religion the last couple of decades, playing regular season games overseas. Yeah. And and now, you know, it used to be like a, a, a Akeem Olajuwon or a Dirk Nowitzki was kind of a lark. It's like, oh, this guy's from a foreign country. And you look at Victor Wenbanyama and almost, I'd say, I don't know, a third of the draft are guys from overseas. I and mean, there's only two rounds. So how about the uh, digital NBA overseas? 
Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, all of those elements are really interesting. I think one of the reasons the NBA has been as successful as it has, like, over other leagues is, like, they've laid this groundwork since, um, I mean, at, at least since the 80s in a, in a really strong, concerted way where they had teams going and touring overseas. They had um, players from the so- then Soviet Union coming over and playing in the NBA. Uh, and so we're just seeing it you know, even more and more over the, you know, decades after that. And what's interesting on the media side is that you have, you know, you have American, you know, league pass in the U S but then you also have like an international version of league pass that goes out to, you know, everywhere else more or less. And so that becomes, there's different um, features and different things that that league pass has to accommodate those fans that the U S fans don't get. I know, uh, the, um, there's a, I think now you can pay for seeing the halftime and game break performances during games, but that had started as an international only feature. So it becomes a way for the NBA to also like experiment a little bit with like their media um, production on the, on the streaming level. Where do you think, as we wrap this up, that we're going with this? What do you think is going to be the, the next thing? I think betting will keep getting bigger and bigger and become more integrated for one and streaming. I mean, the NBA's whole, you know, ethos is sort of like, well, where are the fans watching? Wherever the fans are watching, that's where we need to be. So if fans are watching on their phone, they're going to be, they're going to make sure that fans can get the NBA on their phone. Or if they're watching on Twitter or social media, then they have to make sure that that's a viable option. Um, we'll see what happens with this next round of media rights deals. Uh, I'm curious if they, and because the NBA and Turner are so heavily integrated in their like media operations. So I'm curious if the NBA would think about going somewhere else. Well, I talk about how international you got a good review from the university of Amsterdam. So (laughs) 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 the book is called the digital NBA in paperback, how the world savviest league, Brings the court to our couch from University of Illinois Press from our guest, Stephen Secular. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, congratulations on the book. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sure, no doubt about it. And, uh, yeah, I remember Adam Silver <clears throat> when I said, uh, you know, what about the Warriors moving to San Francisco? And he just said, I trust Joe. I trust Peter. It's Joe Lacob and Peter Gulba. And he goes, look where we are. We're in the A's batting cage. <laughs> I felt like saying you didn't have to have us all cross over to the other arena. You know, you we we could have done this in the the Coliseum Arena. We didn't have to actually do it in the the outdoor venue. But uh, yeah, that's all ancient history now. Uh, as is the reverse boycott, and we'll talk about that at ten twenty five with former Oakland A and East Bay native Shooty Babbitt. But coming up next, we're going to talk to a filmmaker and a New York super lawyer, Lucas A. Ferrara. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline.
Before New Cascade Platinum Plus, I would pre-rinse all my dishes because my old detergent just wouldn't get them clean. But now, I do dishes differently. And no pre-wash, no rewash, money-back guaranteed kind of different. Because Cascade Platinum Plus has double the grease-fighting power of Dawn built right in with twice the scrubbing power, giving me a clean that lets me break all the dish rules. I just scrape, load, and I'm done. Yep. <laughs> so clean. With Cascade Platinum Plus, I dare to dish differently. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job and... Uh... I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 
Coming out on June 27th from Red Blazer Productions. It is a film called Makeup that you can uh, own or get uh, on a digital um, download as well. And we are here with the uh, producer, and he's also a lawyer, Lucas A. Ferrara. Lucas, welcome to the show. I know this has been a while. You made this movie um, a couple years ago. It's already won a lot of awards. What's that like, the, the process, especially during these pandemic times, of making a movie and then having it kind of sit in the can there a little bit? Oh, uh, thank you so much for having me on the program, by the way. It's an honor to be on the show. Um, to answer your question, uh, this is part of the indie torture. You know, uh, when you have a low-budget film this, and you don't have Hollywood backing uh, your movie, you've got to do this the hard way. And to get recognition for an independent film, you sort of have to go through the festival circuit, which is it's screened throughout the world by judges and then they make a determination about, you know, whether you rate as a best film, which, by the way, Makeup did. And believe it or not, it rated best film in Paris, which if you want the most difficult audience in the world, <laughs> the most selective audience in the world, Paris of all places. So it's part uh, part and parcel of what you must go through to get that recognition. And it was thanks to that kind of acknowledgement by festivals around the world where we, you know, makeup is one uh, a number of awards that Freestyle uh, Digital Media, which is a Byron Allen company, uh, was interested in the movie, and they are actually the distributor. Red Blazer was uh, where the filmmakers. Uh, that's Hugo uh, and uh, Will. They're the ones that did the film in their teens, late teens, early twenties, in the middle of COVID. So. You also had delays, not only because of the festival, but as you can imagine, my friend, COVID put a stop on everything. You know, you couldn't get to locations and they had limits on the number of people that could be on set. If you recall what it was like just a few years ago when the world was in lockdown. But these kids persevered and they came out with an outstanding film. Well, I mean, I'm just looking at the awards directorial debut by a young filmmaker, at the London International, as you mentioned, Paris, uh, Best Film, uh, Best Young Director, finalist for Best oh. British Film, uh, Best Queer Film, and Best Actor, Hugo Andre, another uh, nomination. Tell us a little bit, uh, British, uh, Queer, Hugo, tell us about all that, please. Oh, wow. You're grouping them all in the same category. Um, well, look, um, the best foot. The best way I can tell you this story, because I know we have a limited amount of time, is that Hugo and um, Will, his business partner at Red Blazer, uh, needed funds. So in March of 2020, when COVID hit the world, they did a crowdfunder. You know, these crowdfunding pages, I'm not going to name the you know pages, but they're available, widely available. And I was strapped in my place. And I was like practicing law for about 35 years. And God's been good to me, if you believe in God or whatever that greater force is. Uh, God's been good. And I was trapped in my place. And I said, you know, what can I do? How can I help? I felt so helpless, trapped in the midst of COVID. And sure enough, I was attracted to the arts, in particular film. And there was Hugo and Will promoting their feature film, makeup. So I was able to get in on the ground floor of the film as a result of COVID. 
And then that's where the trajectory occurred. You know, they called me up and said, hey, do you want to be more involved in the movie? And I said, absolutely, because I love this topic. Now, this was done three years ago. And, you know, transgender issues and gender identification issues are increasingly controversial. I mean, these kids sort of anticipated three years ago what the world is now grappling with, you know, self-identification. And what's so beautiful about this film is the, the name Makeup. You know, Makeup is is a transformative tool. It's, it's what people use as a means of self-expression. And that's what this movie is about. Acceptance, self-expression, finding oneself, getting acknowledgement, being appreciated, getting love from others universal themes and i think that's what makeup is about and by the way the film does not proselytize it doesn't say that what's happening is good or bad viewers can come to their own conclusions you know by the way we are uh, speaking with lucas a ferrara the movie is called makeup so let's talk about the plot what are we looking at here lucas okay well this is about um, a food critic hugo who is a, plays a, a, a Sasha in the movie, and he's coming in from France to start a life as a food critic in the UK, takes up a room in a boarding house, and lo and behold, who is the uh, owner of that rooming house, a stockbroker, an alpha male uh, by the name of Dan, played by Will Bachelor. And they develop this relationship, this friendship, it, the movie never gets beyond a very safe level. They create a friendship, and slowly but surely, the Sasha character finds hints that this alpha male has a secret. And also, by the way, this alpha male stockbroker uh, likes to dress, uh, identifies as a woman, and to that end, uh, dances in a burlesque show. I know it may sound weird, but that that's the premise. And he expresses himself by way of dance and as dressed as, as a woman. Of course, his colleagues end up going to the show. He's exposed and things sort of go downhill from there. I don't want to give too much away, but it's about to- toxic masculinity. It's about gender identification, and the search for acceptance. So that's really what it all boils down to. You also, um, as I mentioned, are a, uh, a lawyer. And how do you sort of marry those two disciplines together? Oh, my goodness. Um, I wish we had more time, but let's just say I've, I've always had a love uh, for the arts since I was very young. But unfortunately, it's very tough getting into the arts, even entertainment law is, is really tough. It's very competitive, very hard to get into. And to become an actor or to become anything in the arts is extremely difficult. So the life, my life did not take me that direction, unfortunately. Uh, I became a lawyer, safe, you know. Fast forward 35 years, I'm doing, you know, I did okay. I'm do, still working as a lawyer. And I'm able to balance because I only have been doing this for about three years, March of 2020. I'm a newbie when it comes to film. So I've already been well-established in law, practicing for about 35 years out of New York. And this is easy. 
balancing my profession and having some fun, being creative, helping young people, not just Hugo or Will on makeup, but I've helped others as well. I've put a bunch of films working with some great people, including George Mackay, who uh, agreed to appear in a short. Uh, George Mackay was in uh, 1917, big flick. A little uh, old lawyer like me suddenly gets involved, realizes his dreams, but it took me 35 years. So if there's a message, persistence always pays off. And follow your dreams because you never know they'll come true. They're coming true for Will. They're coming true for Hugo. Coming true for me. And we hope that people enjoy the film and see what the universal themes are and get beyond the controversy. Very interesting. What would be, like, let's say you had five minutes of this film to show somebody. What would maybe be your favorite five minutes? Oh. Boy, there are a lot of segments. Uh, the interaction of the two uh, roommates, because uh, one is very straight. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm speaking in wise terms, but this is radio, so it's sort of hard to picture it for you. But one's sort of rigid, straight, and the other's sort of out there. So it's like oh, almost like an Oscar Madison, Felix, the odd couple kind of things, and watching them interact. Uh, is is interesting uh let me put it to you that way so it's hard to quantify it or or to just pin it down uh watching uh will as a burlesque dancer uh dressed as a female that's sort of interesting i think it's going to make some people uncomfortable so it depends on how you you know if i wanted to shock people i would say then watching will as a burlesque dancer may be an interesting five minutes watching the interrelationship of the two male characters watching the stockbroker at work be an alpha male, but then at home turn into something different. That's also, uh, I found to be quite interesting as well. I think people will appreciate all those nuances and I'm sorry, I can't put it down more. Last question for you. When you, when you go to bed at night, do you, how much of you are thinking of your like next case uh, in the courtroom, maybe a litigation uh, strategy, and then how much of you are thinking about your next movie project? Oh, you are funny, funny enough. My partners, my law partners are listening, and you're going to get me in really big <laughs> trouble. Thanks. Now it's going to be history here. Well, right now, because the movie's coming out uh, the 26th in UK and 27th worldwide, as you said, it'll be available for digital downloads and Amazon, Apple, you name it, it's going to be available. Right now, I'm sort of thinking about the film, and predominantly, because, you know, the reviews are coming out. Uh, one, one reviewer said this is a celebration of, uh, of outsiders. I thought that was right on the money. What beautiful, beautiful words. So, of course, I'm going to think more about the film right now. By the way, a review that came out today in Scent Magazine, which is a CENT, it's a UK-based magazine, compared it to Tootsie and the Rocky Hour Picture Show. <laughs> so, my friend, you thought I'm thinking about the film right now because that's great. That's a great honor to be grouped into major films like that. So, film right now is taking up a little bit more of my time, but once we get past this initial excitement, I'm going to have to get back to work, unfortunately. 
two of the great cross-dressing films of all time. You just mentioned Rocky Horror and uh, and Tootsie there. Well, listen, congratulations on the film. Everybody, it's called Makeup, as I said, from Res- Red Blazer Productions. It's going to be available to you in digital platforms on June 27th. We've been speaking with the producer of the project. You can hear his passion behind it and an attorney as well, Lucas A. Ferrara. Lucas, congratulations, man. Thanks for coming by and talking about it. Uh, thanks so much. Again, it was an honor. Enjoy the rest of your day, and thank you, everyone. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running 
coming out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. All right. Thank you for that. And we got a uh, full show coming up. Billy Hansen, Shooty Babbitt, Bruce Marshall in the next hour. We'll have a pro wagering segment and director Sav Rogers in the third hour. Uh, John Sterling, who has been calling Yankee games <clears throat> since the 80s. He's 84 years old. He's been on this show a couple times. It was a real great get the day after uh, Aaron Judge broke uh, Maris's AL record of 62 home runs came in I mean, after the 61, got the 62nd. We got him the next day on the air, um, which was uh, one of the better gets we've ever had. But um, he took a, um, this weekend, he took a Justin Turner foul ball right off his forehead, continued to call the game, and in fact, like I think the next pitch, the game ended. <laughs> He's like, Yankees win, Yankees win. And... <clears throat> There's a there's you can see it online on the New York Yankees Twitter. It's the WFAN Sterling cam. It just stares sort of like this Twitch camera is staring at me right now. I hope I don't take one in the head. But all I could think of was look as a broadcaster. I know you got notes. You're looking around. You're not actually you've got your eyes on the prize. You're looking at other stuff. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa! It hit him in the head. No, he's staring straight ahead the whole time, and. First of all, like, you'll be at a baseball game, you'll be in the outfield, and you think the ball's a single, and it was hit behind home plate. So I understand the perspective can kind of fool you sometimes. But he's 84 years old. I don't think his reaction times. And he said, oh, I'm fine. He's like, ow, 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 that really hit me. And they go, you're right. He goes, no, I'm fine. Just a glancing blow. Glancing blow <laughs> hit him right in the forehead. It was not a glancing blow. But uh, those are the kind of things, it's like the first time like, I got jumped and I got punched in the face a thousand times, my dad was like, well, at least you know you don't have a glass jaw. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. So John Sterling, <laughs> at least he knows he doesn't have a glass forehead. Uh, Rick, tell me about how you got jumped. Oh, I'll leave that for another time. I'm from Richmond. It happens. Got two more hours. Come on back. News. I'm Rich Johnson. Could be a very rough day for about 30 million of us thanks to a rare June storm stretching from Texas to South Carolina. 
Forecasters are calling for everything. Rain, hail, tornadoes, even a derecho. The hurricane forced straight-line winds. In Florida, it's hot, even for Florida. Feels like temperatures of around 105 in the Miami area expected today. Fire Lieutenant Pete Sanchez says the heat can quickly catch up with you. If you feel thirsty, that already means that you're dehydrated, believe it or not. If you start feeling like a headache or faint or seeing blind spots, becoming altered mental status. South Texas is in the same boat. Authorities have posted heat advisories. The second largest Baptist church in the USA will not be back in the fold. Delegates at the Southern Baptist Convention have voted to keep California's Saddleback Church out because it has women pastors. By a 9-to-1 margin, the delegates voted to reject an appeal by Saddleback Pastor Rick Warren. We may know the first big delay in putting former President Trump on trial in Miami, getting the lawyers cleared to look at all the classified documents at the heart of the case. The whole process could take months in and of itself uh, unless the federal government expedites it. Attorney Mark Zaid, who's handled many national security cases, says Trump's lawyers need the clearance and the prosecution needs the experience. That judge uh, and that district court and 11th Circuit, which oversees it, doesn't have a lot of experience with classified information. The Federal Reserve will announce its latest interest rate plan today. Most investors expect the Fed to not raise rates this time. The FDA is trying to round up some frozen fruit that might be contaminated with hepatitis A. The brand sold at Costco is Raider Farms Organic Fresh Start Smooth Blend, pack sold at Walmart under the Great Value brand. This is USA News. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. You may live nowhere near Philadelphia, but the cost of your groceries could be on the rise, thanks to Sunday's big fire that closed Interstate 95 through the city. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says expect the supply chain to be impacted because there's no substitute for I-95, which stretches all the way from Florida to Maine. He toured the site of the highway collapse in Philly on Tuesday, caused when a tanker truck carrying 8,500 gallons of gasoline crashed and burned on Sunday. Cereal, eggs, milk, fresh fruit prices all likely to go up because it'll be tougher and take longer for truckers to get our food where it needs to go. That's correspondent Sarah Lee Kelly. It will be months before I-95 is repaired. The first big star has spoken up about who should replace Pat Sajak as the host of Wheel of Fortune. Whoopi Goldberg says she wants the job, adding it would be fun. Goldberg spoke up this morning on The View after one of her co-hosts interviewed Jeopardy host Ken Jennings. Pat Sajak shocked us all earlier this week when he announced that he will step down as the host of Wheel of Fortune after 41 years. It'll happen next year. 
Speaking of fortunes, the USA's two big lottery prizes continue to grow. Tonight's Powerball top prize is $340 million, or a lump sum prize of $175 million. Friday's Mega Millions jackpot will be more than $280 million, or a cash option of $134 million. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. <clears throat> Last night at the reverse boycott, um, and I'll, I'll talk about how it kind of got ugly in the end, and it was very embarrassing to see people throw trash on the field, but this guy that I know, who was sitting by, he's like, yeah, man, I got a blow-up sex doll. I wrote Fisher on it, and I'm going to hang it in effigy in the sixth inning from the third deck. And I was like, I was talking about that on my show. I said, I wonder if anybody would hang someone in effigy. And and you're telling me I know who that guy is going to be? I go, stay classy, Oakland. He goes, no, it's great. I go, what about all these kids and the the psychologists they're going to need? Are you going to pay for that? He's like, oh, F them, F them. So the guy went up to the third deck. In front of everyone, he starts blowing up this sex doll. He hangs it over the edge and runs away laughing, high-fiving everybody. It lasted about 15 minutes before security guards pulled it up, and he's like, I'm wondering what they're doing with it. I'm like, I'm sure they popped it and threw it in the trash. And I'm like, congratulations on not getting arrested. But yes, I... (laughs) And then when they started throwing trash on the field, the guy's like, that's not good. I go, well, this is the same fan base that hangs sex dolls off the third deck. He's like, that was me. I went, yeah, I know. Then he said, yeah, one time I was with my ex-wife and I saw an Angels fan, so I dumped all my food on him. 
And I go, hmm, ex-wife. wonder why she left you. <laughs> but what I was really scared of, if somebody was going to have an IED or just to, I mean, there's a guy who ran on the field. But uh, luckily the game went really quickly and the A's won. If it was like eight to nothing in the third, I think it would have got really, really, really ugly. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Get in and get heard. Now the police will ask me, Rick, you said you know who hung the thing. Oh, I was just kidding. 1-800-878-7529. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Uh, we also have Twitch.tv. How's it going? Uh, there it is. Search for Sports Byline. And um, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2 and your cable provider. We have filmmaker Billy Hansen. Come on back. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. 
Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to welcome filmmaker Billy Hansen to the program. He has directed a brand-new film, which just came out yesterday on digital Blu-ray and DVD. I have the Blu-ray here. I'm holding it up to the Twitch.tv cameras. It is called Bone Cold. Sometimes we make our own demons Billy, welcome to the show. My first question is, Bone Cold was the winner. What was some of the other names you were considering for this film? You know, Bone Cold was the first one that hit me, and that's the one that stuck. So I never really I never really wavered from that. So it's kind of a cool mesh of the supernatural and uh, a war movie as well. So I'm, I'm already in. Tell us a little bit more about the plot, please. Yeah, so Bone Cold follows a couple of Navy SEAL snipers, and they're sent to uh, the snowy woods of Ukraine to take out a a high-value target. Uh, And the mission goes south very quickly. Things go wrong. Innocent people die. And so they're fleeing the woods from this uh, dangerous militia, and they spot something in the woods that's creeping behind them and coming closer and closer, and it gets clear that it's not human. So it's them kind of dealing with that. A lot of action, a lot of suspense, a lot of horror stuff. It's uh, a lot of fun. I saw one review that said it was an intriguing character study. That gets pretty deep. What, what, how does that, when you hear that, what does that mean to you? So it's very psychological, too. Uh, it's really centered on this one character, uh, John Bryant, and his kind of struggles with the job itself uh, and how it pulls him away from doing his duty and, um, you know, how, how exactly the, his experience in the field follows him home as well. So it's really centered on this one character's uh, call it a dissent, um, and so yeah, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty close to him. It's a very personal story. For you, when uh, you were making this film, uh, you know the 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 line between you want to make sure it's a legit military film, like you don't want to have a guy, you know, having a, like some sort of space future, it's just space gun, but you also don't want to have somebody having like a. Springfield rifle from World War One. So how do you how do you make sure that everything was militarily legit? We we did our best. You know, <laughs> this was a pretty low budget movie, but at the same time, yeah, we we didn't want it to be immediately like, nope, this is done, and then immediately dismissed. Like we're paying a lot of respect to men and women in the armed forces, so uh, we wanted to do them at least the service of like making the attempt to be accurate. Uh, with a lot of that, we did we. We're very accurate with a lot of the language that's used. Uh, we had a woman come in who she plays a part that is just a voice on the radio, basically. And, uh, you know, she was a, a Navy SEAL officer, a communications officer. And she did a, whole, a pass of the whole movie with us, basically, to make sure everyone's dialogue was kind of on point. You know, they're saying the right things at the right time and using correct terminology for things. And she really helped us get a lot of that authenticity in there. And then uh, also, uh, you think about. 
making a DVD, you can put in a making of and a blooper reel. I sort of feel like now when every, even an indie film, like you say, well, we need someone making a movie of the movie. And then when you mess up, you're like, oh, actually, it's kind of good. We'll put it in the blooper reel. Are these things that you're aware of at the time or were they kind of like distractions? No, I've, I've been on enough projects to know the value of that stuff, too. Like, you know, just to you, when you get into editing and stuff, you find a funny take. Like, you just, you just kind of put it off to the side, put it off to the side, um, and you save it for later kind of thing. But all that stuff has such great value. Like, if someone really wants to sink their teeth into the movie, if it, if it really hits them hard and they want to know more about it, you want to have some stuff ready to go there. Um, and also the value of, for our we may, we have a behind the scenes kind of look at the movie and we just had a half day of filming one day and we said, Oh, well let's just set everyone up and we'll bring someone in to do some interviews with us. And, uh, it's just something you kind of work into the whole overall process. And, uh, you know, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a distraction, but it's an important thing to, to factor into a production. You know, it's interesting the, and I've quoted this before, I'm sure you've heard it. Martin Scorsese said, movies aren't finished, they're abandoned. And so when you get to the point, you're like, and you've seen this movie probably a hundred times, maybe you belabor leaving something in or leaving something or putting something in or leaving something out. How does that work as a director? Yeah, it's it's definitely, that's definitely a true thing. You know, I was, it's also true the idea that you write one movie, you uh, shoot another movie and then you edit a third movie. It's sort of, uh, it's sort of an ever-changing thing. Uh, but you know, my job as the storyteller at the center of it, I think, is to protect the thematic elements and uh, protect the tone of everything through all of those that changing, uh, all of that process while it changes and sort of gets pushed and pulled in different directions. So, I do think even though there's the script and the the shoot and the edit were all really different from each other. It still maintained that you know, thematic um, story sense from the beginning to the end. But that, all that being said, yeah, it was there was definitely a point where I stepped away from it and I said, "All right, I guess I'm done." And watching the premiere in LA last week, uh, I was very happy with it. I'm very satisfied with the movie. No complaints. But there were definitely things I was like, "Oh wow, I wish I could have you know done another pass of this, or I wish we could have done this a little bit differently, or now I know how to fix this problem." So that that never quite goes away. And when you produce, write, and direct the whole thing, it's your baby. But then, which is liberating, I'm sure. But the other side of that coin is that it's all on you if it chokes. So what's the anxiety like? Uh, try not to think about it at this point because I have <laughs> I, I'm not going to be changing it anymore. Uh, but no, I, you know, I've maintained a pretty uh, confident view of the story, you know, and really the only measure of its success or failure is going to be with myself, like whether I've done what I wanted to do, what I set out to do. Um, and, you know, everything in the film is intentional. We were we were backed into corners that sort of forced us into decisions. But at the same time, I don't think the movie suffers from it. I think we rolled with the punches really well. Um, and I am satisfied that the movie is, it says what I want it to say and it uh, feels like I want it to feel. And so I try not to worry too much about that. And then, uh, finally, I ask filmmakers this usually, if you had like five minutes to show your favorite part of the movie, what would it be? There is a really tense scene right in the middle of the movie that, uh, I think is the most effective. It's, uh, essentially a duel between two snipers with one guy caught in the middle of them. 
Uh, and that one is really affecting for an audience. Like every time we've watched it in the theater, you can hear people like leaning back in their seats or breathing really heavily. And then when it's resolved, you feel this really great sense of relief in the theater. So um, I would say, yeah, that's maybe the, the most intense, suspenseful part of the whole thing. Very cool. It's distributed by our friends over at Well Go USA. I have the Blu-ray right here in my hand. You can see it, it is uh, available um, uh, coming out. Uh, well, it's available right now, right? Yeah, it came out yesterday. Yeah, it came out yesterday, right. It's called Bone Cold. Sometimes we make our own demons, starring Jonathan Stoddard and Matt Monroe. He wrote it, he produced it, and he directed it. Our guest, Billy Hansen. Billy, congratulations on the film, and thanks for stopping by, man. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. Sure, no doubt about it. And, um, yeah, you know, when you think about... It's funny, the, it had another subtitle called The Hunter Becomes the Hunted. So on the box, it's Sometimes We Make Our Own Demons, and then in the press release, it's The Hunter Becomes the Hunted. I think this is all part of the indie film process. <laughs> I've had so many press releases over the years with names misspelled, sometimes in the same paragraph twice. At least this one is spelled right. Bone Cold. Check it out, everybody. I'm Rick Tittle. We will come on back with my main man, Shooty Babbitt. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. 
Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Thank you for that. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Return of the Mac. It is Mac Shooty Babbitt, former Major League Baseball player for his hometown Oakland A's, the pride of the Berkeley High Yellow Jackets uh, program, a Major League scout, and of course a longtime television broadcaster as well. Shooty, my man, thank you so much for coming on. Yesterday at the Coliseum, the reverse boycott was in effect, um, and um, I was out there, and the the irony of the exact same day that the uh, Nevada legislature, you know, goes over the first hurdle, kind of pushes it through, you have the owners meeting, I guess we'll probably hear later today or tomorrow that they are officially going to waive the relocation fee. This looks like it's on the rails, but for you, especially a guy who, like me, grew up at the Coliseum, what did you think of the reverse boycott? First of all, I've got to say, long time, no hear, great to hear your voice, Uh, one of Berkeley's finest for sure. My soul brother, Rick Kittle, it was good to hear and talk to you again, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look at here, Uh, I thought it was incredible. Um, I just thought it spoke volumes of just what uh, the Oakland A's and the Coliseum um, means to the community over the last 50 years. Uh, There's so much that's happened and transpired over the past four years. And, you know, there's a lot of deep thinking that has gone into this for me. And and one thing that I guess hit me the hardest, Rick, is you think about when the pandemic hit and one of the comforting factors that we had and not for everyone, because some people could give a hoot about sports, rightfully so. But it was one thing that gave us some solace, if you will, um, to give us a chance to forget about everything on a crucial situation we were in life. And baseball was was one of them. And in, in, in a, just in a sample size of what, you know, you and I grew up emulating uh players on the field dreaming of what it would be like to play in the Coliseum or be one of those guys. And just a community of coaches and people that we've come across in our lives that have had the impact of us being who we are today is because of partly the Oakland A's had a lot to do with it. So 
it was just good to hear people heard, express how they felt. It would have been sad if they would say, man, I can't wait for you guys to get out of town. We've been waiting for the A's and this crap green and gold to get out of here because they do nothing. Um, but we live in a world where you get an opportunity to express yourself in a peaceful way. Um, we saw unity. We saw togetherness. We saw happiness. We saw sadness. Um, we saw a lot, man. And then, like you said, for them to come down what they came down with yesterday because I'm still one of those that – I just hold out the highest hope, and until they put a shovel in the ground and say, we gone, um, I'll just have to wait and see before I express my true feelings about, you know, the A's leaving Oakland. But yesterday was incredible. Yeah, I I wish I could be – you're such a positive guy. I just, you know – I. Well, just you know, going back, like you said, the way we grew up. I mean, the first three years I played little league, the A's won the World Series every year. The next year, the Warriors won the championship. The next year, the Raiders won the Super Bowl. I mean, just an Oakland fan for life. And to have the football team taken away twice, the basketball team is eight miles away, which is not a disaster, but it still sucks if you're an, if you're an Oakland guy. Um, and it's just it's almost surreal to think about how we're going to lose the, the baseball team. And for me, I always said, even though I'm a football guy, I, I would rather have the baseball team than the football team because you get 81 dates instead of just, you know, eight or nine. And I just, I need the A's, you know. And, and you worked on the broadcast. I did the pre and post for nine seasons, uh, mostly on weekends, and 95-7. And, you know, to, to grow up as a fan, and you got to play for them as well, it's just kind of, I just feel like, I can't believe how Oakland's being done dirty yet again. Well, in, in my humble opinion and in my experiences in life, uh, I have learned that all good things shall come to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom and pe- papa both passed away. I'm an orphan, um, and they were the most meaningful people on this planet. Uh, I've got children, grandchildren. Um, it's just that I try to look at it in the half-full part of it. It's like when the Oakland A's released me. Here's a team that drafted me in 1977 and gave me an opportunity to fulfill my dream as a professional and then to have an opportunity to compete in spring training and win a job and get an opportunity to play in the major leagues and to have a record of starting a career with a seven-game hitting streak, being on a team that started at 11-0, going to the playoffs, hitting 256, uh, which I know ain't nothing to be celebrating about, but you go to arbitration hitting 256, now you're going to get lifetime contract that's going to make lifetime-type money. And then for one day, someone to call me off and say they were releasing me, I could have... I felt like I was worthy of reacting however I, how badly I was hurt and my dream being crushed and everything taken away from me that I worked for all my life. But because of my faith and how I was raised up, I guess how I reacted and how my life has transcended, here I am 46 years later still working for that organization when a lot of other teams never gave me a chance after my career was over. So when they do say goodbye, oh, I'm going to be just as sad as anybody else. And I was talking to somebody else, and I said, other than my home, that Coliseum is one of my favorite buildings in the world because mm-hmm. I grew up there. Been good to me and my family, brother. 
better than anybody could even imagine. And but man, some things that you can't control. And and I think the hardest thing with Tittle is people that are in control. Uh, they always say, if you want your dream smashed, take your idea to a small mind. And it's hard being Fisher. It's hard being David Cowell. I wouldn't want to be either one of those people because what they're doing is for a dream, a purpose, idea. I, I, that's not me to judge. And either you're with them or you're against them in this situation. And I respect everybody's thoughts and feelings just like yours, but everybody has a different piece of that problem. And I think of the people that work at that Coliseum before I was there mm-hmm. and still working there, mm-hmm. that livelihood, there will, just like the pandemic, and, and it's probably in poor taste to say it because globally how it affected, that's a Bay Area pandemic right there, bro, because it's going to hurt and affect so many lives, man. Kids, adults, uh, charities, uh, you name it, man. Uh, so I feel you one zillion, Rick Tittle, but there's just some things, man, you just cannot control. And it's sad. Uh, and at the end of the day, bro, we got to be thankful. There are a lot of uh, franchises that have not had the success and get the opportunity to enjoy and to grow up with some of the things that we have. Uh, I mean, the A's left Kansas City. The Expos left Montreal. And, and I know how the great players that play for that organization uh don't get recognized in Washington for what they did in Montreal. And there were some great players. Like they said, they're going to take the A's name. They'll be the Vegas A's wherever they go. A's won't be the same, bro. Won't be the same. So, uh, yep, we're getting a big chunk of our life, you know, snatched right out of our stomach. But you know what they say, what don't kill you, make you stronger. Uh, And you get tested at your lowest point in some areas. So we'll see, man. But it's, hey, man, you and I, we, we OGs now, bro. So <laughs> this, this is what, we got something to talk about. We've seen some things. We've learned some things. We've experienced some things. Um, so we got something to say. You know, they don't call young people wise because they don't know nothing. You know, but we've seen it. We know the impact. It's just like the game, the way the game is changing right now, bro. It's, I will be roadkill pretty soon in the next couple of years because I can't keep up with the uh, innovation the way that they're going about approaching the game, the way they scout the game, the way that they teach the game. I mean, not that I'm saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying it's over my head because it's not the game that I grew up, the way that I grew up in the game. And that's good. That's why old people have to move over for young folks. So, but yeah, man, it's, but I thought it was, man, it was like a big party out there. That was, man, that was sensational. I wish they could have a reverse boycott every night, (laughs) you know, um, because you see how much home field advantage, the fans in it and everything, what that does to the players on the field, man. Come on, they're averaging 8000 a night up in that joint. Uh, so when you do build a new stadium, if they built a new one right there on 66th Avenue, you know, even though I know people want to build a village around it and all that kind of stuff, there will be an event. There will be things at that stadium that just people that just don't love baseball will have a reason to come to the place. It will be innovative. It will be new. You know, just like that model that they built at a place in Vegas. And I'm like, wow, that is incredible. You know, could you imagine that being right there at the Coliseum Complex? So, I don't know, man. You know, I know it's a, it's a, 
sad day, especially yesterday when that came down. I, I even have more respect for the people for being able to um, keep their the level of excitement um, yeah. as they did yesterday with all the, you know, but hey, there's still some hurdles to go. But I know. You never know. I know. Yeah, I got to go to yeah, a break. Man. But yeah, I mean, I have my cell shirt on with my press pass <laughs> underneath it, so it wouldn't get <laughs> snatched. <laughs> Shooty Babbitt, man, you always you taught me a lot over the years, man. I I love the philosophy. You're always well dressed. You got great things to say. I, let, let's let's catch up again soon, my friend. No questions, Rick. Ain't no league bigger than this one, man. I, I'm so blessed. Um, and it's always an honor to talk to you, brother. And I, I thank you for the kind words, man. All right. Thanks, my man. Shooty Babbitt, everybody. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Next up, straight talk from Doug. Ever notice that saying no offense is offensive? Like, no offense, but you're overpaying for your wireless. See? Offensive. That's the Straight Talk talking. Get unlimited plans as low as $35 a month from Straight Talk on America's most reliable 5G network. Available at Walmart and Walmart.com. On the $35 plan, first 10 gigabytes data at high speed, then 2G speeds. Refer to the latest terms at straighttalk.com. Based on most first place rankings, root metrics, second half 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Windy Strawberry Frosty is back for the summer. Because if it's summertime, it's frosty time. Beach time? Frosty time. Tea time? Frosty time. Me time? Frosty time. 
Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for Frosty time. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Hours may vary. As Gotch brings it in. Sharks get it out. Here's a breakaway. Patrick Marlowe. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Time to bring in our friend Bruce Marshall, talk a little NHL. He is with Vegas Insider. And uh, speaking of Vegas, uh, if you were a, uh, a fan of hockey and you wanted a Game 7, you didn't get it. The Knights took care of things in 5, and in fact... I don't think in my life I have ever seen nine goals in a Stanley Cup deciding game. You don't even see nine goals during the regular season. Pretty emphatic. Uh, Bruce, your thoughts on a, a really one-sided series? Yeah, Rick. And 9-3 brought back a long-ago memory for me because in the Kings' first year, the great expansion year when they – the NHL doubled its size. Um, the Kings opened up their uh, playoffs against the old North Stars in the first round. And they got to a game seven and they lost nine to three. So when the Golden Knights scored that last goal last night, I thought, oh my God, here we go. 50, what, 55 years later, another nine, three and a decider, though this was in game five. I, I think a couple of things, Florida ran out of gas. Uh, and they, the, the injury, they weren't the same Florida we saw earlier in the playoffs. Uh, that can happen. The playoffs go for a long time. I mean, they last almost two months. I think we kind of saw that in the NBA, too, with the Heat, uh, a little banged up uh, at the end of that series against the Nuggets, too. And with Kachuk out, and you know, they had lost to Claire in this series, and this team just seemed to run out of gas. And, and I wonder, too, you know, that long layoff after the Carolina series. Now, maybe this sounds a little counter to the injury thing, but they were riding such a crest of momentum uh, through the playoffs. And then they had, what, about a 10-day break? And they just never really recovered that, except for a little bit uh, the two games in Florida, game three, and they made a valiant try in game four. But that was about it. They had just run out of steam. Vegas' depth, um, you know, stole the series here. Uh, you know, Marsha Show, what a great uh, deal for him to win the Conn Smythe and do it in the final against the team that uh, uh, traded him away at the uh, expansion draft. And kind of poignant, I think, for a guy like Marcia Show, who's still one of the original Golden Knights um, who came in that first year to be the guy who wins the Conn Smythe, too. It's uh, kind of a nice nice uh, cherry on top uh, for him and for this whole thing with Vegas. And by the way, you know, at sixth season there, you know, by, by me, this is the fastest that a team has won the Stanley Cup. I know technically Edmonton won its first Stanley Cup in its fifth year. But that was, they were already a team in the WHA. I mean, they were an you know, organized team when they got absorbed into the NHL in 79 80. So this is, uh, 
you know, this is quite an accomplishment for uh, Vegas. And, uh, you know, I guess the cherry, like I said, cherry on top of the cake for everything they've done right since the uh, inception five years ago. Yeah, and we've talked about this before, uh, and <clears throat> they kind of tried to do the same thing with the Kraken, but they were so panicked that there were no pro sports in Vegas. How how are hockey fans going to come to the desert? How is this team? So they made sure, unlike my Sharks, which you could protect everyone in the draft, and they wouldn't let them have the number one pick because it was Eric Lindros. That, and then they got half of the Minnesota North Stars, who you just mentioned. The other half became the Dallas Stars. So the Sharks came in by themselves, and they were a joke because they had no talent. With Vegas, it was the opposite. Teams were actually being held. You know, It's like, well, what will you trade us to not take that guy off your roster? And you mentioned Marcia So, who won the Conn Smythe. You look at a flurry who came in between the nets. And so the NHL got what they wanted. They got a competitive team from the get-go. But as a Sharks fan, I'm jealous and I'm furious and I'm mad and I'm sick that Vegas has won a Stanley Cup in just five or six years. Uh, and I'm just being com- completely bitter right now. Well, you know, and that's, it's interesting. Um, that's the way, and I know some fans old enough who are original fans of the Washington Caps and look back in their first year. I and mean, that was maybe the worst team of our lifetime, Rick, in their in, you know, expansion year. In fact, they didn't win a road game until right at the end of the season. They didn't even tie a road game uh, when they used to play ties until they beat the old Seals in Oakland at the Coliseum right at the end of the season. Uh, so they were so bad. And, and the scouts that season weren't a lot better, although they ended up becoming uh, the Rockies, the old Rockies and the Devils, and they ended up winning – Stanley Cups too. The Islanders are really bad at the outset, um, and uh, but it took them, you know, what after a few years they got that thing going too. I know what you mean with the Sharks and and all the expansions. Really, they they started to alter that somewhat in, in the, the next expansions after the Sharks. The Ducks and the uh, Panthers were a lot more uh, competitive uh, right off the bat than the Sharks were. And I remember that Sharks team with uh, Mr. Kingston as the coach and Arthur Zerbe and all, when they played in the Cow Palace, I actually mm-hmm. went, went to watch the game there in the Cow Palace against the Nordiques. But I can understand the bitterness. Now, Seattle, by the way, uh, it came together a year. It took an extra year for Seattle to come together, but they are the team on the rise. And I guess my one regret in these playoffs is we didn't get to see Seattle go up against Vegas. I think that would have been really – that would have really been the series to watch because Seattle had picked up some great momentum in the playoffs, too. I would have loved to have seen that, but we didn't get that one. Dallas got in the way, and then uh, Dallas couldn't handle their Golden Knights, so uh, maybe next year we'll get the Kraken and the Golden Knights in the playoffs. Speaking with Bruce Marshall from Vegas Insider, the uh, Phoenix Coyotes have had a kind of checkered history for a team that's not been around for what, 30 years or so, and, and they one point were bankrupt and they were owned by the league, kind of forcing the lockout, then they were going to go, they are playing where the Suns were playing, and then they were going to go to Glendale, and then they went to Tempe, and then they said, oh, we got this $2 billion place in Tempe, and then that got voted out, and so everyone around the, the you know, like in Hartford, the, the governor of Connecticut saying, come here, we'll start the Whalers again. And and yet we found out from the commissioner last week, Gary Bedman, he's committed to staying in Phoenix. And I, I wish Rob Manfred was like that with, <laughs> with my A's, but he's committed. And we know that Phoenix is a top 10 market. It's a massive market now. 
and it would be dumb to leave and to go to Hartford. But what do you think about the state of the Yotes? Boy, I've thought about this a lot, Rick. Um, I I went to see them uh, when they played out in Glendale, and which was a nice arena right next to the Cardinals football stadium. Nice shopping mall right around it. I had a grand time. It was a great arena. Um, the problem they had out there among now there there were some contractual problems and rent problems and things like that. But where that arena was located in the way the west side of the valley there Mm -hmm. Uh, you can put a football stadium uh, for an nfl team that plays eight nine games a year on a weekend uh, out their way in the suburbs Uh, but an arena like that that's so far away from and 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 the traffic from most of the the valley of the sun to get out there to glendale plus you're much you're driving like into the, the sun's right in your face a lot of nights driving west Westbound. The location just wasn't good for the hockey team, and they never uh, sustained enough success to build a fan base out there. I mean, the answer is to play where the Suns play, where they they started right at the outset there, but that's, I guess, off the table. And I don't know what's going to happen with this thing in Tempe. This cannot be a a long-term thing at the small arena at ASU. But I know Bettman's thing. He doesn't want to lose Phoenix because that should be a – a crackling market there. I mean, the the D-backs have been, you know, pretty good success in the in, for MLB and the Suns. There's a lot of transplants there. It's a bigger area than Vegas. Uh, a lot of you know snowbirds come there in the winter. I mean, they they would go to watch their teams, but they just have to get this arena thing right. I don't know how. At some point, he's going to have to run out of patience there. And like you said, Hartford, uh, Kansas City uh, has got a great arena downtown waiting for a team to come back to um quebec city is rattling the saber up north of the border um so there's some options there but i i i Bettman must think he hasn't exhausted every option and they don't want to lose phoenix because it's such a big and growing market but darned i mean this is pretty frustrating and you know and this is a i've talked to people who went to the games at asu this year they said it's kind of neat but it's like a little novelty they, they can't you know they want a real arena there to play in, and uh, right now the Coyotes can't seem to find one. That's very frustrating. The New York Rangers, and I did get to go to a Rangers game at the Garden this year. It was a lot of fun, and the Rangers looked like they were going to do some stuff with your old buddy Gerard Gallon, uh, but he got the axe, and then we found out yesterday that they've named Peter uh, Laviolette. And you talk about the old boy network. He coached the Isles and the Canes and the Flyers and the Predators and the Capitals. Is this going to make any difference to you? Do you think they should have held on to the irascible Monsieur Galon, or do you think this uh, should they have gone with a young guy, or are you okay with this hire? I think I'm okay because I've always liked Laviolette. It didn't work out for him like they wanted with the Caps, but it is. I mean, <laughs> you talk about a good old boy network. I mean, I I. I I, I put some names in the hat a, a couple of months ago of NHL coaches and Bruce Boudreau and uh, Rick Bonus and uh, Paul Maurice and all these guys had been. I, I mean, among like five or six guys, they had been hired, and Laviolette was one of them. Been hired like thirty-four times. I mean, and a couple of them twice in the same spot. And Bonus thirty-four years apart in Winnipeg. So there does seem to be, you know, this recycling thing. Laviolette has one in the past. I, something tells me internally there was something 
not right here with Gallant. There was there there had to be a disconnect with too many players there at the end because the Rangers did you know performance-wise, that shouldn't have knocked them out. Although the way they sort of folded up against the Devils, I guess that hastened his departure. So I'm actually okay with Laviolette um, and and maybe hit the style. I mean, it's, the Laviolette style, I, I think, can can fit well with what the with the Rangers have. They've got some firepower. The, the, the power plays usually work with Laviolette. At least, at least that was the, the thought in the old days there. Uh, but we'll see. But it's another example. I mean... <laughs> These NHL coaches, they seem to keep on resurfacing, and I wonder who's going to hire Bruce Boudreau next, because uh, it'll probably happen. Tell us a little bit more before we let you go about Vegas Insider, please. Thank you, Rick. Check us out online, VegasInsider.com. All the picks up there I have, and that's, uh, well, no more NHL until October, but it's MLB now, and including your hot A's, and uh and uh, picks up there every day at Vegas Insider. Also for me up at DonBest.com. There he is, Bruce Marshall from the uh, VegasInsider.com. Thanks for your time, buddy. Appreciate it. Okay, Rick. Thank you. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, 
avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter. If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Oh, how about those A's, the hottest team in baseball? They're no longer the worst team in baseball. (laughs) By percentage points, they're better than Kansas City. The A's have one more win and one more loss. So they're playing 275 ball, the Royals. Humiliating, 269. Um... The uh, the A's, by the way, someone did the math on um, if you had put $100 on the A's seven games ago and let it ride what you would have now. <clears throat> so the first game you would have $330. If you let that ride, you'd get to $800. If you let that ride, you'd get to 2000 And that's when I would get out. I'm like, come on, 100 and I get 2000 but if you let it ride all the way till now, you'd have $275,000. Yeah. Because you think about the odds about the best team in baseball, Tampa Bay, and beating them twice, and that big chunk of change you'd be betting. Question is, do you let that 275 ride? <laughs> will, they, will they sweep the Tampa Bay Rays? The Tampa Bay Rays are about as cocky and smug as any team in baseball. And, like, even when that guy Gene Siri, and I was yelling, Siri, order me a pizza. Siri, play Black Sabbath. No one laughed. I guess they didn't get it or they're, they're done with it. But when you look at the, uh, the Rays right now, they, uh, they got to be pretty PO'd, to tell you the truth. They got to, uh, how you say, not be happy. And uh, it is a, uh, a night game tonight, and it's going to be uh, Glasnow, and uh, he's back healthy again. He only pitched one game against Luis Medina, coming in with a 1-5 record and a 7.5 ERA. That's the A's for you. But two-game losing streak at Oakland. Can the A's get eight in a row? I'm Rick Tittle. we got another hour together. Come on back on Byline.
USA News. I'm Rich Johnson. Could be a very rough day for about 30 million of us thanks to a rare June storm stretching from Texas to South Carolina. Forecasters are calling for everything. Rain, hail, tornadoes, even a derecho. The hurricane forced straight line winds. In Florida, it's hot, even for Florida. Feels like temperatures of around 105 in the Miami area expected today. Fire Lieutenant Pete Sanchez says the heat can quickly catch up with you. If you feel thirsty, that already means that you're dehydrated, believe it or not. If you start feeling like a headache or faint or seeing blind spots, becoming altered mental status. South Texas is in the same boat. Authorities have posted heat advisories. The second largest Baptist church in the USA will not be back in the fold. Delegates at the Southern Baptist Convention have voted to keep California's Saddleback Church out because it has women pastors. By a 9-to-1 margin, the delegates voted to reject an appeal by Saddleback Pastor Rick Warren. We may know the first big delay in putting former President Trump on trial in Miami, getting the lawyers cleared to look at all the classified documents at the heart of the case. The whole process could take months in and of itself uh, unless the federal government expedites it. Attorney Mark Zaid, who's handled many national security cases, says Trump's lawyers need the clearance and the prosecution needs the experience. That judge uh, and that district court and 11th Circuit, which oversees it, doesn't have a lot of experience with classified information. The Federal Reserve will announce its latest interest rate plan today. Most investors expect the Fed to not raise rates this time. The FDA is trying to round up some frozen fruit that might be contaminated with hepatitis A. The brand sold at Costco is Raider Farms Organic Fresh Start Smooth Blend, pack sold at Walmart under the Great Value brand. This is USA News. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. You may live nowhere near Philadelphia, but the cost of your groceries could be on the rise, thanks to Sunday's big fire that closed Interstate 95 through the city. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says expect the supply chain to be impacted because there's no substitute for I-95, which stretches all the way from Florida to Maine. He toured the site of the highway collapse in Philly on Tuesday, caused when a tanker truck carrying 8,500 gallons of gasoline crashed and burned on Sunday. Cereal, eggs, milk, fresh fruit prices all likely to go up because it'll be tougher and take longer for truckers to get our food where it needs to go. That's correspondent Sarah Lee Kelly. It will be months before I-95 is repaired. The first big star has spoken up about who should replace Pat Sajak as the host of Wheel of Fortune. Whoopi Goldberg says she wants the job, adding it would be fun. Goldberg spoke up this morning on The View after one of her co-hosts interviewed Jeopardy! host Ken Jennings. 
Pat Sajak shocked us all earlier this week when he announced that he will step down as the host of Wheel of Fortune after 41 years. It'll happen next year. Speaking of fortunes, the USA's two big lottery prizes continue to grow. Tonight's Powerball top prize is $340 million, or a lump sum prize of $175 million. Friday's Mega Millions jackpot will be more than $280 million, or a cash option of $134 million. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-87A-PLAY. A lot of times we hear after the fact about a trade that could have happened. And um, we found out uh, today from Sham Sharani of The Athletic that the Miami Heat made an offer for Kyrie Irving in February. And uh, we don't know what the trade offer was, but we do know that Kyrie was traded from the Nets to the Dallas Mavericks. And so he's saying that maybe it'll happen this summer. And, um, you know, if you think about how the Heat took a swing at Donovan Mitchell, they actually tried to get Kevin Durant. You know, Pat Riley doesn't play around. He's all about winning. And, you know, if you think about but Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero is healthy, but as you saw, they need one more guy. They really do to win the whole thing. And they were talking about how maybe Tyler Hero would be a guy who could get traded. They have three first-round picks that are tradable, and Tyler Hero. And Damian Lillard said that he would play in Miami if he left Portland. (laughs) 
Joel Embiid said he would play if he left Philadelphia. So what if if you're Portland and you get Tyler Hero and three number ones for an ancient Damian Lillard? And I still love Dame Lillard, Dame uh, Judy Dench. But that's got to be something. But the name I always see is like, well, what about Bradley Beal? I just uh, there's something about the Wiz. I just sort of feel like when you play for the Wizards, I I don't see you. It's sort of like out of sight, out of mind with that team sometimes. All right, one eight hundred eight seven eight play. Call in and get heard wherever you might happen to be uh, listening. One eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. We'll have some open lines. We don't have any pro wagering guy right now, so it looks like we got some open lines. At eleven forty, we'll be. Joined by the director of a documentary about Kevin Smith called Chasing, Chasing Amy. And uh, also tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Twi- uh, Stitcher app, and Twitch TV. Come on back. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So Call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 
That's 800-754-4531. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Lines are available if you'd like to chime in on your thoughts on the reverse boycott, if you want as well. Speaking of MLB, the owners' meetings, and as I said, we'll probably find out today or tomorrow that the Relocation fee has been officially waived and that MLB has approved the move to Las Vegas. If you're wondering, um, remember I told you these city council people and state senators, what have you, these small-time penny uh politicians, they like to get sassy when they're on camera. That guy, Donate, who took Cavill to task, he voted yes. So it's just, I mean... As Shooty Babbitt was saying, he's still got hope. I, I got no hope. I've seen this movie so many times with teams, my teams in Oakland. <clears throat> you know, if you if you weren't from Oakland, why would you care about it? You know, Dave Cavill's from Cleveland. You know, he's an employee. And, uh, you know, the Fishers are from the peninsula. I mean, why would you care? As I said, it's just more on a human level to not move a team that people love, which is about as messed up as it can get. But we have been hearing in baseball for a long time about a possible salary cap. And (laughs) right now, MLB is apparently looking into, let's just say, curbing the spending of certain clubs outside player salaries. There was a long and detailed report today from The Athletic on the matter of this and saying that the possible ramping down, that's right, of spending could apply to technology, player development, scouting, and health. What? Well, an MLB official uh, on a condition of anonymity <clears throat> said... Um, this multiple officials who have been briefed or participated in some of these conversations said the thinking extends to personnel. At least some of the clubs would then enjoy seeing caps on spending in any area that can influence on-field success. Player salaries are otherwise executives with smaller market teams have long lamented the task of keeping up with the spending capabilities of larger market teams. All right. Well, We know that Rob Manfred has whined about uh, player salaries, especially with the Mets and then the Padres of all teams. And he certainly seemed to be doing the bidding of the other 28 owners when he says we shouldn't spend so much money. And uh, that would, of course, surely extend into expenses that aren't widely reported like player salaries are. 
And a move like this would be catering to cheap owners, of which they're really not that many cheap owners. I mean, there are some owners who are medium. Let's just call them that. But just rat-faced cheap owners, there aren't tons of them. The worst one is out here in the 510, y'all. But still, the clamoring for a salary cap, it's just, it's just not going to happen. And, you know, as it always is, there are a good no, number of owners who will spend and, I mean, you think about $330 million on the Mets from, from Cohen right now. So this is something that they're talking about. Like, just like, I remember when uh, hearing that the richest team in football, this is like 10 years ago, were the then Washington Redskins. And I thought, they're the richest team in the NFL? And then it was the Dallas Cowboys. I remember Jerry Jones signed his own deal with uh, Adidas when the rest of the league was doing a deal with Reebok. And <laughs> you're on field. You, you notice like, like in the pandemic, every single NBA coach just wore like a quarter zip, like stretchy shirt. And I thought that was just for the pandemic. That, that has stuck around forever. But yeah, these bigger teams and bigger markets have more money to spend on other stuff. All right, let's go to my man Charlie, who's in New York City. How are you doing, Charlie? And uh, regarding the Mets, there are already rumors already talking about because they stink that they're, that Cohen is going to actually spend more money at the trading deadline and up that salary to uh, to uh, so instead of ripping the team apart. He's just going to dump more money into the franchise to see if they can get him over the top. Um, uh, you were at the game last night, correct? Yes. It was a pretty cool. I mean, I obviously I didn't watch it. I kept track on the phone. That was a pretty cool. I mean, I, maybe that's not the proper word. Bittersweet uh, moment for the for the team and and the fans. Um, uh, what any? What was your? What, what are your feelings after yesterday's game? Just, uh, just it was a nice isolated moment in a vacuum, and things are going to proceed as, as planned. Well, yeah, it, it of, reminded me of the way it was. You know, ten, nine, eight years ago, we'd usually get about twenty-seven thousand every game, and uh, it was. Uh, Rocking and rolling. I had my cell shirt on with my press pass underneath it. But it reminded me of when the Raiders were in L.A. and they played a preseason game at the Coliseum. And Todd Christensen, I remember he did a, a little victory lap. And I paid $100 to sit in the last row of the third deck. And it was just sort of a little, hey, Raider fans, here we are. And then we kind of pretended like, oh, they're our team. So, um you know, as Shooty was saying earlier, I wish we could do this every night. But yeah, it's it's a complete one-off. The team is gone right. for the team is gone for sure, and it's just kind of a bittersweet swan. It was more like a wake, if you think about it. Now, now, if you're the, if you're the city of Oakland or the Coliseum after this year, are you are you are, are well? Correct me if they, if it goes through officially, they don't need the, the, the team. The, the they can break that lease can't they yeah. city of oakland or the coliseum well, would you now if you're them would you do that yes would you just say just leave just yeah. leave now leave yeah because leave. they'll get ten thousand they'll get ten thousand at the aviator stadium instead of eight thousand in oakland without people throwing trash on the field 
And they're going to play in an outdoor stadium in Vegas in, in, in July in 130 degrees? Yes, they will. 115, <laughs> but still, that's too hot. <laughs> so, the, so they're going to – So, the, all right, well, again, I've asked you this question before, and I'm going to ask again. Assuming this all goes through and they're in Vegas next year and beyond, what what's to say that Fisher – is going to put money back into uh, to create a winning product. The team is worth, I think, nine hundred million dollars. He bought it for one eighty, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he's already four or five times invest, and he's going to make more money now. You know, he's getting all these breaks and incentives, and, and they're just going to sell out because it's Vegas. Why? What's the incentive of putting a winning product on the field? Well, that's that's a that's a major question, and I I don't think a leopard changes his spots. I mean, if he really wanted to win with the money he had, I mean, he lights cigars with hundred dollar bills. I mean, he could have done this a long time ago. Um, no, so I, why yeah. he would suddenly? I don't think you can suddenly become a competitive person. You know, when you're sixty years old, when you never were before. But we'll see. Uh, all right. Well, on that head, let's go for eight in a row. You know what? I, last note, I don't, I don't think they're the officially the worst team. In, I think they're tied with the Royals now. The, they're their percentage points better than the Royals. Well, there you go. All right. All right. Very good. World All Series, right. here Talk we come. Later, buddy. All right. <laughs> Thanks for the call. That's Charlie. We're going to talk to J.D. Sharp on the other side. We'll talk a little bit more about MLB. Come on back on Sports Pilot. an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. 
Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right, thank you for that. Coming up in the next segment, director Sav Rogers will be joining us. We might have J.D. Sharp this segment. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, until then, though, uh, give you more sights and sounds of the reverse boycott. And it's, uh, you know, as I said, uh, the Coliseum was going to have these... Um, or the people, I should say, not the Coliseum. Uh, Stu, who called me the other day, Stu Clary of Vacaville, he came up with the idea. He was going to be in the north lot, uh, tailgate there. He's like, stop by. I'm like, sure. Uh, my Oakland 68 friends were having a huge thing in the south lot. They are going to have a live band. They had a taco truck. All that <clears throat> was beginning at 3.30 for a 6.40 first pitch. I got there at 6.40. I left it late, and I could not believe how horrific the uh, the traffic was. All right, we have found our main man, J.D. Sharp from ProWagering and ProWagering.com. J.D., it's uh, interesting. If you had uh, left uh, a $100 bet on the A's seven games ago and just let it ride, you'd have over $200,000 right now. But then again, you'd have to let, let me see, you'd have to let $64,000 ride last night. So for you, how, what, what's the longest in your own personal betting career that you've just let it ride, let it ride, and then you're like, ah, and you got to pull out, or you ate it? That's a really, that's a really, really good question. I think when I just, when I first started, when I first moved to Las Vegas, I did it for five games in a row. I did the Martingale, 100 to win 190, 190 to win 380, 380, or, or 190 to win uh, 175, uh, 370 to win 350, 700. I, I 28,000 people were at that game, Rick. So obviously there are some A's fans out there that are just hiding in the weeds because they're angry with Fisher and how poor he's done with that organization. So, yeah, I haven't done anything like that. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy how the Martingale system can, can really add up when you, when you do it that way. I was there. I was wearing a cell T-shirt. I had my press pass underneath so they wouldn't strip it away. Um, <laughs> the other interesting thing is is that Kansas City percentage points, at least for right now, is the worst team in baseball. 
The A's have an excuse. They have an owner who's trying desperately to lose. The Royals have... Actually, actually trying to lose. Yes. Actively trying to fail. Actively trying to fail and raising ticket prices (laughs) and pissing off the fans for years. The Royals have Bobby Witt Jr. and an elderly Salvi Perez. What's their excuse? Rick, they don't have an excuse. I can tell you why they're not good, because Bobby Witt Jr. is their best player, and he's hitting 240. Perez isn't playing well. Melendez isn't playing well. They don't have any depth at the at the infielding position at all. Uh, they, they start guys like Edward Olivares and, and Massey. They, they just don't have the talent that they need offensively to be competitive. And their pitching is horrendous. I mean, it's, it's god-awful. They're number two, I think, or number three worst in bullpen. Uh, their best starter is Granky, and Granky actually Granky's pretty good, but Lynch isn't good. Uh, Jordan Lyles is horrendously awful. I mean, this guy, Jordan Lyles has like a 10 ERA. I don't even know how he's still in Major League Baseball. She, they should be giving him the Manoa treatment. But, yeah, they, they just they just don't have any talent. And Brady Singer, who I actually I like Brady Singer. I thought he was going to be really good, but he's another one of those guys where, for whatever reason, once that new pitch clock came into play, he just cannot pitch to save his life, so. Uh, Singer is getting rocked. They don't have any aces. Granky's actually pitching okay sometimes, and then they just don't have what they need offensively to be competitive against anybody. So yeah, it's, it's very possible that the that the Royals end up uh, the worst team in baseball this year. And it would I don't know if they'll if they'll end up the worst team of all time. That might be a stretch at this point, but uh, they're they're pretty remarkably awful in their own right, Rick. Let's look at a team that's really sliding, and that's the New York Mets. And here's the Subway Series in Queens, and losing again. They're one in nine, and in nine of, the, of their last ten games, and seven of those they've thrown away a lead. And so tonight, Verlander with an ERA just under five is going to face Garrett Cole, who has seven wins and is going to be an All Star again, maybe even an All Star starter. Uh, Buck Showalter, hot seat. I mean, when your payroll is over $300 million, being five games under mid-June doesn't really cut it, right? Yeah, I think he has to be on the hot seat. Again, they went older. They didn't get – they didn't – they got they got old superstars. Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander. Scherzer got smoked yesterday. Verlander's probably not going to have a great day today. Uh, and Alonzo's hurt for two to three weeks after he took that ball to the to the hand. They got beamed by that pitch, and, and that's 22 home runs that that he, they don't have. He'd probably have three or four more home runs by now if he was still playing because he's been out for about a week. Um, and then Francisco Alvarez is playing pretty well. I like him a lot, but again, they played Vogelback for too long. Beatty's not playing at a high level. Lindor's playing okay. Nimmo, but you you would think though with Nimmo, McNeil, Marte, I mean they they definitely have the talent offensively to be really really good. But for whatever reason, their their pitching is just. It's just been awful. And then Sanga, I like Sanga a lot. I think he's got some unbelievable – he's got some great stuff. I mean, just he throws like 99, 96, 92, 93 with four different pitches. He's got a, a special like knuckle fork ball or something that does pretty well. But he's really bad on the road. So I, I just think that the combination of their four pitching and their injury troubles, it, it, it may cost Buck Walter his job, yeah. Because, again, they, they, went, they went too old with the superstars uh, on the mound. They went old with their manager, too. Yeah, true. All right, let's talk about another game in the American League. The Rangers are hosting the Angels, and Shohei Otani now, more home runs than Aaron Judge. I mean, the guy oh, is oh. – he's oh. hes not even – the argument of who's the best 
pitcher in baseball. Here you have an ace on the mound and a guy who's leading the American League in home runs. So it's, no, it's absolutely crazy. Twenty home runs, fifty RBIs. Uh, he's hitting like I think he's almost hitting three hundred. Last night he went five for five. Technically, he went two for two. He got intentionally walked once and then walked two other times. Yeah, he, I think he's number one in home runs in the American League and number two in strikeouts. He's still five and two. He's not having like an amazing season pitching, like a three point three three ERA, but. I mean, at this point, how do you say that he's not the most talented baseball player since Babe Ruth? I, I think, I mean, like, for card collectors out there, if you're not buying Shohei Otani in bulk, you're, you're insane at this point. I mean, I purchased a, a Finest Refractor Otani for 60 bucks three years ago, and it's worth 1500 bucks now. I mean, it's just, the, Otani is, he, he is breaking records. He is becoming a absolute hero back in Japan and here. Uh, we'll see if the Angels, if they're able to keep winning, and if Zach Neto keeps hitting like like he's been hitting, they've got a chance to keep winning because they definitely have the talent around Otani to win. But yeah, I mean, Otani, the, what he's doing is unprecedented, and I, I think that in the next year or two, we're going to seriously start talking about him as one of the top five baseball players of all time. No, there's no doubt. By the way, I had Brandon Steiner from the Collectible Exchange on yesterday. Everybody's buying up Ellie Dela Cruz cars right now. Yeah, Ellie's doing well. I got a, I got a couple of color matches of him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Ellie Ellie Dela Cruz has got. I mean, the guy, he probably runs like a four two forty. It's not a four one five. If he was actually to get, get to get times in the forty, he hits it like four fifty. He's got a decent eye. Yeah, I mean, he's only twenty one years old. That and Yuri Perez. I think Yuri Perez has a huge future edge. He's actually pitching today as well. All right, I'm going to just finish the thought. Rangers hosting Angels. Detmers not having a great season. He's going to face the former Angel and Andrew Heaney, who's uh, a decent pitcher, 4-4 four and four with an ERA just over 4. But the Rangers were kind of telling the rest of the American League West outside of Houston, like, you can just forget it, it's us and the Astros. But the Angels look like they're starting to stir now. Yeah, I, I think that it, it's it's kind of disappointing that they only have, you know, only Otani, Beria, Sandoval, um, Reed Detmers, Griffin Canning. I think they need a, another good starting pitcher. They, they definitely do if they want because they, they've, they've got a pretty good bullpen. They're top 10 bullpen in addition to their top 10 offense. So um, I think if they can get one more starting pitcher, they've got a really good chance to make the playoffs and actually make some real noise this year. Um but this this is one of those games where Haney's been pretty inconsistent. Detmers has also been inconsistent. It's not a game that I would most likely wager. If I did, I'd probably take the Angels' run line, something along those lines. But I wouldn't be shocked at all if they won this game outright. And I mean, the Angels could actually go on a tear with how good Otani is playing. Because when you're playing against him, how do you even deal with that? I mean, the guy hits home runs 460 feet sometimes. He steals bases. He's fast. He pitches. I mean, it's He's got to be so intimidating for the other team, and so when when that when he has momentum and the whole team's got momentum and they've got the talent that they do, and it's got to be the Angels have a chance to do some really good things this year. I just got about a minute. What do you think? Because I was looking at some MLB parlays. It, to me, it seems like it's too easy a sucker bet. Pick five winners and your odds are five to one, but it never seems to work out. What do you think about parlays? Honest, honestly, Rick, parlays are how the sports books make their money. Mm. They don't make their, they make their money sometimes off of straight bets, but it's all about parlays and it's all about the promotion of them. There's a reason why you always hear about the guy that hit the 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 five team parlay for 170 grand, but you don't hear about you don't hear about the guy that has missed his last 25 parlays <laughs> and is and is down a bunch of money. So yeah, I I try not to do parlays. Um, I used to do money line baseball parlays, 
But that was before sports betting was in 30 states. So the odds makers have gotten pretty smart about that. So the upside just really isn't there anymore. I may consider doing a couple Moneyland parlays in football. It's possible during some weeks, but I try to stay away from them. And the reason you hear about them is because, yeah, sometimes the, the, the casinos lose or the books lose, but in the long term, they're winning, and they're winning huge. J.D. Sharp, ProWagering, ProWagering.com. He's got the info. Thanks for coming by again, my man. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right. I'm Rick Tittle, and um, it's sort of like the uh, the trifecta. You know, it's like just pick the three horses that will win, place, and show, and it's like, oh, that doesn't seem so bad. Uh, it is. I always like the pick six, but you got to stay at the track all day. Just pick the winners of six races, and you'll get $300,000. Really? I'll just pick the favorites in every one. Yeah, you lost on the second race. I'm Rick Tittle. <laughs> Come on back. Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath, stomach issues, lower back pain. How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out 
out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078-800-535-6078 I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All righty then. Thank you for that and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. And we're waiting on our guest. And if we get our guest, we'll throw the guest on the air. I think the guests are kind of late today a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, that's what I had had said. All right, um, feel free to chime in. As I always say, the uh, lines, uh, 1-800-878-PLAY, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, roller ball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. You can get in <coughs> and you can get hurt. Um, a, a sports rumor that I thought was very interesting is that maybe the Pels might trade Zion. Now, the Pelicans have the 14th pick in the draft, and they're coming off a disappointing season. They didn't even become a, play, a play-in team. And so they're still, they should still have Anthony Davis, but that's not the way sports works anymore. You can just get out of town. And so um, the discussion is they want to get into the top three. They're not going to get win by Yama. They're not going to get number one, but maybe a Scoot Henderson or the kid out of Alabama, <clears throat> but they'd have to pay a significant price, obviously. And Brian Windhorse of ESPN, he was saying, speaking of Winbanyama, he was over there in Paris with his family, and he looked like he was jet-lagged beyond belief, like he just got off the plane. He's like, so he asked him the same question twice. So, Victor, you're gonna looks like you're going to go to the Spurs. What do you think about that? And he's like, oh, it is uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to go to the Spurs. Uh, I hope they pick me. Yeah, so <clears throat> looks like it's the Spurs. What are your thoughts? And he's like, ah, he's so jet-like. Anyway, Brian Windhorse today said that the Pelicans are not offering Williamson but they are preparing for the possibility. <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? <clears throat> That's like a guy saying, I will never divorce my wife, but I'm prepared for it. What? Well, then you doesn't that mean you're thinking about it? Right? <laughs> I actually had someone tell me, yeah, I think I'm going to like leave my husband. What do you think I can get? Like, what can you get? No one who's going to take care of you like him, I can guarantee you that, but man, whatever, do what you want. 
anyway, <clears throat> it's been uh, a significant 180 from Zion, the number one overall pick, who the face of the franchise, who was supposed to take the NBA by storm. And you think about it, Duke, he was playing so hard, he went through his Nikes, just, just shredded him. The guy's built like the Incredible Hulk, but he jumps like a uh, kangaroo. Just I remember he blocked a guy's three-pointer from the baseline, and he started in the paint. He jumped from the paint and blocked the guy's three-pointer. Like, oh, my gosh. And the Knicks are like, we're getting Zion, and we're getting KD. And we're like, yeah, you got neither. <clears throat> Sorry. He didn't get him. But, uh, yeah, Zion, man. And, by the way, I love Norm McDonald's bit about the Fantastic Four coming up with names. The guy's like, all right, you're the thing. It's like, okay, and I'm Mr. Fantastic. Wait, wait wait a minute. I'm the thing, and you get to be called Mr. Fantastic? <laughs> it's not very fair. It's not all about. Um, but. I mean, Zion has had a lot of injuries. He hasn't even played 115 games in his career. He missed four months with a hamstring. Now, that is one of those injuries that is not unlike the concussion. It's two different types of uh, injuries, but you can't see it, and everyone's different, and there's every different type of grade. Like, you can have a, a a concussion, and the next day you're like, actually, I just have a headache. Or you can have a concussion, and you could be like Mike Matheny, and you can't walk up the stairs in your own house. And it's the same thing with a hammy. It's like three days later, I think I'm okay. I can lightly jog. Four months on a hamstring is really long. <clears throat> but we also have this off-the-court drama with Zion and a pregnancy, and, and so that was kind of ugly. It's none of my business, but I know the Pelicans didn't like it. So would they give up on him already? It seems very unlikely that they would pull the trigger on such a drastic move right now. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense why they would do that. But uh, I mean, I mean, it does make sense. I shouldn't say it doesn't make any sense. But you have to, <clears throat> when you have um, a rumor like this, every team has to follow it. Every team has to pick up the phone. You don't think that the Warriors right now, even with no GM, isn't thinking about that? Zion Williamson is one of just 11 players in the history of the NBA to go to the All-Star game before he was 21. We're talking Kobe, LeBron, Magic, Garnett, Isaiah, Shaq, Doncic, Kyrie. Yeah, everybody should be aware of it. All right. We do have our guests, Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces. It is our pleasure to welcome filmmaker Sav Rogers, who has directed a movie called Chasing Chasing Amy which just aired at uh, Tribeca. Sav, welcome to the uh, the show. Uh, first of all, making a movie that gets to Tribeca, that's got to almost be kind of surreal, isn't it? Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And yes, it's quite surreal. Um, it's gone from a, a movie that I've been working on for four and a half years to a movie that's now available for people to see, which is uh, very strange to think about. Well, Chasing Chasing Amy, as it turned out, 
was a, a movie that dealt with, you know, um, gay culture as well. And, and it was a movie that you claim saved your life. Now, is that just being uh, overly dramatic or is that legit? It saved your life. Uh, unfortunately, it's extremely legit. Mm. Um, you know, I did not have a great time growing up in, I would say, hyper-conservative suburban Kansas. And uh, I had a really hard time in school. And, you know, um, you know, I know this is the radio, so I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but it, it, it did lead to a fair amount of, uh, you know, mental health issues, self-esteem issues, um, and just feeling like I didn't want to be alive anymore. And so when I discovered Chasing Amy on my mom's shelf and I was able to watch it, I watched something that became a, a pretty sincere life raft at a time where I desperately needed it because I did not feel like I had people around me who understood me or would be kind to me if, if uh, I was you know, able to come out um, as myself. And so uh, Chasing Amy holds a very uh, special place in my heart uh, for that. And, uh, and then I went on to, to be able to tell my story in the form of a TED Talk where you know, I spent eight minutes talking about that, that life-saving impact and what it means to know that you exist for the first time. And by the way, you can say whatever you want as long as you don't swear. Seriously. Just <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, well, the other thing I think is really interesting about this is that this is a movie that has been out a long time. And so you go to Kevin Smith and you say, this film is important and I, I want to take a look at, at how you made it and, and how it went down. And it, it basically breathes new life into this movie. And I'm sure his reaction was probably a little surprised, and, and he was very pleased. I mean, am I right about that? Yeah, I mean, basically I gave the TED Talk, and within an hour of it being online, enough people had sent it to him to where he pretty much immediately publicly responded and said, hey, like, this is very moving. You know, if if you need somebody for your documentary, I know a guy who might be available. And then from there you know, we started our rapport and our friendship where, you know, he was super kind to me and, you know, no topics were off limits. You know, he was excited to participate, even knowing that not everybody in the movie or who will watch the movie will like Chasing Amy. Um, and for that, I'm forever grateful for his time and his uh, compassion. You know, it's it's funny because when I think about that movie, I thought Amy as a character was was not very nice. You know, she was kind of like a real sassy face. But the thing, of course, the surprise at the end, and I, I don't feel bad saying it because the movie's from the 90s, but Jason Lee turns out that he's gay and he has a, a crush on his friend uh, Ben Affleck. So did Kevin Smith, when he made this movie, think, hey, that'd be kind of a cool twist if it turns out that he's actually gay? Or was he trying to be friendly to the LBGTQ, LBGTQ plus community at the time and saying this is an important thing we need to do? You know, from everything that Kevin's ever told me, he was just trying to, you know, tell his own story in whatever way, which was exploring, you know, the relationship issues that he was having at that time. And so, you know, the character of Banky, he says it in Chasing, Chasing Amy, that Banky's supposed to be the idiot character in that story who you're not supposed to agree with. Um, and there's a, there's a really funny moment, the, the section where we talk about Banky, but, you know, he told me, you know, I wasn't trying to reach you or anybody in the LGBTQ community, but I'm happy that you were reached regardless. And, uh, you know, that's that's kind of what Kevin does, is he tells his story in the same way that I tell my story. And what what is the deal now? He's skinny. What happened? <laughs> 
I think when you have a heart attack, um, you, you know, <laughs> you want to make some life changes. And so uh, he's been on his own journey going vegan and, uh, you know, exploring that. <laughs> All right. So before we let you go, um, now that you have the, the attention and, and what you've been able to do, um, are you have another project in the works? What's next for you? You know, unfortunately, I can't talk about any narrative projects with the ongoing writer's strike, um, though mm. I'm you know, confident that when they win that fight, I'll be able to talk about all the wild, fun movies I want to make. But the most immediate priority is just connecting with audiences of Chasing Chasing Amy and figuring out you know, what's the next story that I can tell um, and, and to have fun with it and to continue to try to be optimistic with the, with the stories I try to tell. Last question for you. I, I usually ask this for every filmmaker I interview. Uh, five minutes you get to show somebody of this movie. What is your favorite five minutes off the top of your head? Ooh, my favorite five minutes or the best five minutes? Oh, um, let's go <laughs> either one. <laughs> I, I'd say the best five minutes are uh, when I interview Joey Lauren Adams. Uh, I think it's the whole movie kind of hinges on that conversation that I have with her. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's a tremendous moment, I think in the film, but also my real life, because all of these things happen to me. This is my real story. And so I'm excited for people to be able to sit with it and, uh, engage with it the way that I have. All right. The movie is called Chasing, Chasing Amy. And, uh, it, uh, made its, uh, uh, Tribeca festival on June 8th premiere. Where, where can we get our, our, our eyeballs on it? Yeah, uh, you can watch Chasing Chasing Amy uh, tomorrow for its last screening at the Tribeca Festival. Um, you can also watch virtually through the Tribeca at Home platform. Tickets are 10 bucks, And then we're playing at a lot of film festivals across the country, including Bentonville, Provincetown, Frameline, Outfest, and even a screening in my hometown of Kansas City. There he is, director Sav Rogers, Chasing Chasing Amy. Sav, congratulations on the film, and thanks for coming by. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We will come on back and close out Sports Bylines, titillating sports. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, 
If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. beats his servants. Thank you for that. A couple minutes left in the show. Last night at the Coliseum for the reverse boycott. Saw some very creative signs. I tweeted a couple of them, but a couple more I saw later. (laughs) One of them was a guy holding a sign, and it said, Dave Cavill sits down to pee. And then there was this one section where they did these really soft insults. John Fisher steals hotel towels. John is the reason bank pens are chained to the counter. John Fisher never tips. (laughs) I like that, right? If you look at my Twitter, there's one where this um, girl drew a picture of Stomper going to Las Vegas in like one of those traditional zoo train cages and holding on to the bars of the cage with a tear coming down its eye, and I tweeted that, and people are like, oh, that one really got me. That one hurts, Tittle. 
What are you doing to me? All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 9 o'clock for a, another live edition of your favorite show. That's right. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.